At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. It is the DC City Cast on a Thursday. Presented by Bed River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Handrahan from Visa. Thanks for checking us out. Don't forget to download, subscribe to this podcast. Really appreciate your support. At J. Frank Handrahan on Twitter, at Bed Rivers, at Visa Live. Straight ahead on the DC City Cast, presented by Bed River Sportsbook. It is NBA Finals time, game one tonight. We'll give out our official release for that. Going to be a great series, we hope. Although, if you back one or the other you're thinking i want a quick series so i can cash in if i take a team for the series price which is what we will get into we're going to talk with chris miles of nba tv that's straight ahead as he does a great job uh, covering the nba for nba tv we're going to break down the finals nationals in action tonight against the cincinnati reds uh are the nationals favored could they be even though they've lost three in a row after getting blanked in two straight baseball games. Now, I'm sure you can wager on that, but my God, man, to go scoreless in two straight games is quite something. So we'll check out the Nats and the Cincinnati Reds. Hey, did you see uh, Fitzmagic is going to retire, so I guess he's not coming back to the Commanders. <laughs> that feels like a blip in the radar. Remember that? We were all expecting them to be a little different last year. At this time with... Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is quarterback of the Washington football team, and now apparently he has retired. I don't think we'll get into that. I just wanted to mention that. Uh, so plenty to discuss here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Let's start off with the Nationals visiting the Reds tonight. 
The Nats are not favored. They are underdogs. They are plus 114 at the Cincinnati Reds, who are one of the worst teams in the MLB alongside the Nationals. They are minus 132. Uh, the total tonight is a lot of runs, 10 runs. The run line, Nats plus 1.5, minus 182. The Reds minus 1.5, plus 150. So they expect a tight 5-4-6-5 type ball game. This uh, is in Cincinnati, first pitch at 640. The uh, Nats will go with Jean Adon. Pitching uh, tonight, he is—he's uh, not that good. He's one and eight with a 6.08 ERA, 38 strikeouts. He's opposed by the Reds' uh, Graham Ashcraft, one and 169 ERA, four strikeouts. Uh, the Nats have lost three straight. They got swept out by the New York Mets. We mentioned this the last couple of DC City casts so that the Mets are really good. Nats are not. Cincinnati is actually worse than the Nationals in terms of. Uh, wins, but I think percentage-wise, they've got a overall better losing percentage. So they got that going for them. Nats are 18 and 34, 9 and 16 away. Reds are 17 and 32. Not bad at home, 9 and 12. Um, Nats are 9 and 16 on the road. This is the first of a long weekend set between these two teams. Here's my thinking on this game. We go against the team that is trending in the wrong direction, and that is the Nationals, who are sliding with a three-game losing streak. And anytime the Cincinnati Reds are favored, you got to jump on them. Uh, Joanna Doan, not that great. Expect him to give up some long balls. I, um, Yeah, I'm going to take the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, a slight favorite in this one at Bet River Sportsbook at minus 132. And that's a big number, the total at 10. Like anytime it's in double digits, you may want to think about taking the over 10, which is minus 105, under is minus 114. Um, if Juan Soto homers tonight, he's at plus 410. Um, just a little FYI. A lot, of, a lot of ways to wager on this game at Bet River Sportsbook. But I'm going to take the Cincinnati Reds tonight. Uh, minus the 132 uh, at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Well, in fact, it's now minus 129, as literally as I refresh the page. Now, Reds are minus 129, Nats at plus 110. This will be a tight one. It'll be a good sweat, uh, but I'm going to go with the home team and bet against the team that uh, is, is sliding right now. Even though their GM said the other day, well, this is unacceptable. We got to win some games. Uh, here's a little tip for you that doesn't uh, go my way if I take the Reds. The Reds have lost each of their last 13 night games against NL League opponents, National League opponents following a road loss, which is what the Nationals just had. Oh, please, the friend, trend don't be my friend. Trend don't be my friend. So we're, we're going to take the, the Reds in minus 129 uh, at Bet Rivers Sports Book. And, and did you see the, uh, the video of Yadiel Hernandez playing left field and how he just let the ball drop well in front of him and he dove at it and then just saw the ball roll to the wall really no hustle i guess he's thinking the center fielder is going to back him up uh that brought in two insurance runs um skipper david martinez said afterwards they just have to come out and catch the baseball plain and simple <laughs> it's not a, it's not a not a difficult game sometimes you're beating yourselves we got to play better defense so says skipper Davey Martinez. As for the aforementioned Mike Rizzo, he actually held court, I think, before the game. And he said the discouraging thing is that we're not playing good defense and we're not running the base as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
And those are fundamental mistakes that shouldn't happen at the rate that they're happening now, the GM said. So that's the biggest takeaway I've seen from the beginning of the season. Unhappy with the pitcher's aggressiveness, the starting pitcher's aggressiveness, really going into their starts. We have to be more aggressive in the strike zone, want to pitch inside more. We've got to get outs over the uh, outs over the plate, and we can't be nibbling. We're a team that the margin is for error is small. We cannot be giving extra outs on defense and running into outs on the base paths. To me, walks and errors have been the Achilles heel of the start. Well, they got to clean it up. Let's see if they clean it up uh, tonight against the Reds. I'm not banking on it. That's, again, why I'm taking Cincinnati. We got game one, NBA Finals tonight, and we are going to get into that matchup next. Chris Miles from NBA TV joins me on the DC CityCast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg, same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. DC City Cast Rules On. Presented by BetRivers Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. My pleasure to bring in my next guest to break down and preview the NBA Finals. Does great work for NBA TV. Chris Miles used to uh, used to have his uh, his roots here in D.C. for a little bit at NBC Sports Washington and now at NBA TV. Chris, thanks for joining us. How are you, man? Good, man. And for those listening, know that uh, Frank has a jumper. <laughs> well, <laughs> used to have a jumper. You know what's so sad about the pandemic? I... I don't think I think I've played like three times in the last three years, and that's sad. Like I want to, but I just can't get out there. Oh, that's a travesty. ACL slash uh, broken hand, <laughs> off the bone type of thing. To get back out there. It's really sad, and that's the thing. I saw who did I see the other day talking about getting older sucks because you have dreams about still playing hoops and playing basketball, but you know, you just can't do it. So I'm on, my, I'm on the cusp of getting there. Where like I have to just hang it up and maybe this is a sign. Uh, this is the time for these younger NBA players to really just uh, try to take the best advantage of the opportunity that lays in front of them. We got the NBA finals starting uh, on Thursday night in Boston Celtics and the Warriors First down of the gate, Chris, I cannot believe that Golden State is not that big of a favorite in this finals. They've been to the finals six of the last eight. I know the Celtics are pretty good, but they're sort of wet behind the ears. Why are the Golden State Warriors slight favorites in this NBA finals? Advanced stats, and I think people aren't taking real life into account. Right, so when you see all the the metrics of, oh, what the Celtics do and who they are as a team and how they match up against the Warriors, it looks like an even match on paper. Mm -hmm. But if you look at Robert Williams and his knee injury and that uh, he may be shut down for the finals, right? Like, that's a big scary proposition. Mm -hmm. And then Marcus Smart dealing with four or five injuries. And you know this, the Celtics came off of back-to-back seven-game series. Those things I don't think are being factored into the equation enough, whereas the Warriors, you know, for Clay and Steph to have that full week off, mm. that's a huge advantage, as we were just talking about, for these older guys, you know, to get the hamstrings and the calves all loose and right. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Warriors really have a severe advantage in this. And the Celtics, as 
as impressive as it is to get to the NBA Finals, beating the Miami Heat that were very hobbled. Let's be honest. They didn't have Hero for, what, three games, realistically. Jimmy Butler had that knee issue. Uh, Yes, they outlasted the Heat in Game 7. But I find that their end-of-game execution is really troubling. And that is a huge advantage for Golden State. Yeah, and and some of those droughts that the Celtics went on, I know people point to, like, oh, the Warriors are going a three-minute drought. I'm like, well, (laughs) the Celtics against the Heat, uh, they went on like five or six, seven-minute droughts where the Heat would go on eleven nothing runs. So you do that against the Warriors? Yeah, that's a twenty-two to nothing run. Mm-hmm. Like that's a twenty-two to five run or something like that. That completely changes the game. So there's that ability for the Celtics. I mean, for the Warriors to go completely nuclear that I don't see with the Celtics. And like mm-hmm. you said, not only late game situations. Uh, and Marcus Smart and his decision-making, and Jalen Brown and his decision-making. But you pointed to the experience. The Celtics have zero Zero. finals experience Mm -hmm. against a team that's been there, done that, we're back at it. (laughs) That's a big deal. I'm trying to think back to 2019 because, my God, the pandemic sort of has screwed with our memory. But what was it that, if you can recall, what was it that Toronto did? I mean, Golden State had, what, KD went down, right, with an injury? And Thompson also went down in that series. So it was almost like it flipped really fast. Well, you know, that was the fifth straight finals for the Warriors. And as we talked about it going into it, we were like, are their bodies going to hold up? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, this is unprecedented uh, territory outside of LeBron James, right? (laughs) Like, we we hadn't seen this in forever. And sure enough, uh, the Warriors' bodies just legitimately broke down in that series um so to me yes the raptors won but the caveat is that the warriors broke down physically i don't see that happening Mm -hmm. in this series they don't look beat up and broken down like they did going into that 2019 final and if you're a celtics backer you've got to be terrified of the clay thompson revenge tour factor because this guy two three years ago was out what two years with that those issues those injuries and he's back and i'm sure the golden state warriors would love nothing more to get him another ring obviously the other guys want to get that ring but if there's ever a great story about a great return and getting a championship it's clay thompson and it's not just clay thompson man they got curry they got wiggins they got green this guy jordan Poole, chris scares the hell out of me if i'm trying to match up defensively with golden state well, Marcus Smart's defensive numbers look good on Steph Curry, right? But like you just said, uh, Andrew Wiggins was the number one pick in the draft, and we all were comparing him to Dominique Wilkins. He shows flashes of that. You know what I mean? And he's been showing it recently. Like He was an all-star uh, for the first time in his career this year. And the crazy thing about that is that when you look at everything even out, you go, well, who's guarding Tatum? Andrew Wiggins. Perfect body type, perfect mm-hmm. size to be the guy to give him fits. Now, when you say give him fits, maybe hold him at 25 a game in the series, then you win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, for the Celtics to win the series, uh, Tatum's going to have to be, you know, D-Wade in 06, um, or, you know, what we saw from Jordan in the finals. I just don't think that's happening for the Celtics. Whereas for the Warriors, yeah, if Steph averages 25, I could point to a bunch of guys that, you, like you said, can pick up the scoring sure. slack. And, you know, guys will get easier looks. I just think the Warriors have a deeper, more talented team. 
I'm trying to think of the last NBA Finals upset. I guess 2019, but again, like you said, the bodies just broke down for Golden State. When you come into a series, because I, you know, I've seen so many NBA Finals where very few surprise me in the outcome. Like, okay, that team is better, and they win. Okay, yes, that's exactly what I expected to happen. Uh, this Golden State team, for some reason, I'm just like, I cannot see the Celtics having any shot in this NBA Finals. If there is any sort of um, what's the word? Key. If the Celtics have a shot at heck at pushing this to six or seven games, what would that be? I mean, the caveat is always a major injury, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only injury I see um, that would really have an impact on a series where the Warriors don't win, mm-hmm. Steph Curry won, Andrew Wiggins too. Mm, okay. I think any other injury they get past, uh, that includes Draymond, that mm. includes Clay. I think they're deep enough. You know, they're getting GP2 back, and we saw how instrumental he was against the Memphis Grizzlies. Man, uh, I would say that just those two things. Mm-hmm. Like, if Steph or Andrew Wiggins has a major injury, which we know Steph's history, mm-hmm. that that's happened before, um, then, yeah, all things considered, then you have an even series. But outside of that, mm-hmm. I, I just think the Warriors yeah. have too much firepower, too much experience. You know, when you get in those moments and it's close, like the Celtics had been to three – slash four Eastern Conference Finals together with Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum. So they got to the Eastern Conference Finals, and you could see that experience. And again, it's like for the Celtics, they had that experience in the Eastern Conference Finals. When the moment gets big, you're in the third or the fourth quarter of a pivotal game in the finals. I think the Warriors have all the experience. It is. It's just jarring to me how much better I think Golden State is, and that's what scares me as a as a sports better to to put my money on Golden State. But that's that's how you got to deal with it. I'm not gonna be shy. I'm gonna I'm gonna back the the Golden State Warriors as much as I'm not the biggest fan of their team. But I will tell you this: uh, they do make great adjustments. Their coaching staff probably has the advantage over a rookie head coach for the Celtics. What struck me in the Western Conference Finals, Chris, and, and maybe you saw the same thing. Jason Kidd was like, you know what? <laughs> We're just going to live and die with our with our strategy. And they died. Golden State, on the other hand, we know what they're capable of doing. But they said, you know, what? we got to make some slight tweaks. If they give us a two, let's take the two. Advantage Steve Kerr in this NBA Finals, clearly, right? Yeah, and you know, for the Mavericks, they didn't have the firepower. They didn't have I mean, anything. They, yeah, they were overmatched. Like, what, what are they going to do? What gonna <laughs> right, what's their plan B? Right, right. There's nothing more they could do. Uh, they they went as far as that team could go. Yeah. Could go. Uh, props to Luka Doncic. I think the Celtics do have adjustments they can make and and that sort of thing. Like for instance, something to look at is Al Horford and his ability to really use his size in the series. He hasn't in the playoffs. Like. He's been a three-point shooter, almost like Brooke Lopez, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe you get him closer to the paint and get him some paint touches since the since the Warriors go so short. Chris Miles, NBA TV, joins us. I got to get a little uh, broadcast nerdy with, with you because this is obviously your guys' Super Bowl. Tell us about the coverage that is uh, coming up uh, with the NBA Finals. I know you guys are all over the place, but just break down some of the stuff that we can look forward to uh, in your coverage. Yeah, the first thing is uh, NBA Bet is our gambling show that we have uh, that we've had all season for two years now. Nice. We are live before every NBA Finals game with our, uh, you know, gambling experts giving advice on, you know, props and overs and unders and who to take and and how to to properly place your bets, looking at all the numbers and how they're skewed. So that's 
every game two hours before tip-off on mm-hmm. NBA TV. And then the next day, following every game, we have uh, NBA coach of the year, Sam Mitchell. We have uh, Willie Green, coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. They'll join me for NBA Finals Film Room, which we break down the plays, the pivotal moments in the previous night's games. But using it from a coach's perspective, why they called the timeout, oh, yeah. what they could have said in the timeout, <laughs> what plays they were called after the timeout. I mean, that to me is my favorite show I've ever hosted That's awesome. at NBA TV. Uh, but after the finals, you might want to check that out, especially yeah. with Steve Kerr and M.A. Udoka, man. It, it should be yeah. good. Did you guys uh, break down what the heck the Celtics were doing the last uh, 90 seconds against the Heat in Game 7? Like, what were they doing? As much as we killed Jimmy Butler for that three shot, uh, what was Marcus Smart doing? What was Jalen Brown doing? Is that the type of stuff you guys will break down on that show? Like, uh, uh, guys, what well, are we doing? <laughs> actually, yeah, with the Celtics, it was uh, a, mil- a mental melka. Yep. And that's exactly what we do. We explain, like, you're probably watching it at home thinking, what is he doing? <laughs> well, he wasn't running a play. And, if, you know, we'll have coaches that'll say, hey, sometimes, you know, players forget to run the plays and they just go off script. Mm-hmm. And these are the results you get. And sometimes players go off script and you get better results. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, they really do break things down. So, like I said, we've done it the past two NBA finals. And it's been incredible because, as you know, we've had some uh, weird endings to some of the games oh. in the finals past couple of years and earl watson was uh one of the guys we had on the show and now he's an assistant coach with the raptors so he- apparently helps guys get jobs yeah that's right that's right stay <laughs> you gotta stay in the limelight man uh before i let you go i gotta i gotta get your your thoughts on the the washington wizards they got the what number 10 pick yeah coming up nba draft uh their last three or four drafts have been you know decent nothing spectacular they've pretty much drafted role guys uh unless they really break out what do the Wizards need to do when it comes to the draft? Let's say they don't trade down or trade up or, or trade for a veteran as part of a package. What should the Wizards be looking at with that number 10 selection? Man, I've been saying it for a few years now in this sense. Okay, if you're rebuilding through the draft and keeping these picks like they've done the past four or five years, um, then you're drafting the best player available and you should have been moving Bradley Beal. But they yeah, hadn't moved yeah. Bradley Beal. That's a different topic in itself. Uh, but in this draft, I mentioned that because at 10, the prospects are the guys that play Bradley Beal's position. <laughs> right, they exactly. I know. So now I'm looking like, hold on, Shaden Sharp or Johnny Davis Jr. When I talked to Andy Katz uh, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, mm-hmm. he kind of asked him about the Wizards and that 10th pick. And Katz was like, well, all the pos- all the players that would be good all play Bradley Beal's position. Right. Um, and I remember saying that a few years ago. It was the, I believe it was the Jerome Robinson, like Troy Brown draft. And they they went, they drafted mm. Troy Brown, then went and got Jerome Robinson, and neither worked. Mm. So, <laughs> Jesus. not to say that it's the best way to do it, but you got to have a game plan. And I think they yeah. need to have a game plan, one or the other. And like you said, I think Corey Kispert, Rui Hachimura, and Vinny Avdia, and waiting for them to develop while mm. Bradley Beal's in the prime of his career yeah. is not the way to go no it's not and it, it drives me crazy as to why they don't have the sack to make a big move like you said they've got to they should have would have could have moved bradley beal many times and now they're going to pay him 245 million dollars a summer like that's the, that's the insane. richest contract it's, in nba history nba history right he's gonna be the highest paid player ever it's insane insanity if i can i can't even say insanity right it's so ridiculous <laughs> oh my god i mean the best thing when, when i hear that i think yeah. look you're not Wizards. You know you're not winning a championship with Bradley Beal. No. But a team that thinks that Bradley Beal will help them win a championship, 
Uh, you absolutely move him, get yeah. first round draft picks, take back some bad salary, yeah. and move on. This is the time to do it. Um, and, mm-hmm. and go get a King's ransom before yep. Bradley Beal turns thirty yep. and is overpaid. You know there are a couple of teams in the in the playoffs where, like Dallas or like Miami, if they had a guy like Beal, it would be a completely different story. But uh, Ted and and uh, management are just so hell bent on keeping this guy here, probably out of spite, makes no sense. But yet he will be here next year, and it'll be the same old, you know, moaning and groaning at five hundred. And and this this franchise is just stuck in the mud. Before I let you go, I need uh, your NBA Finals prediction. Is it going to be a short and sweet series? Because I was thinking this is the two three. No, this is the two two one one one. Right. So Golden State may may be thinking we need to get this thing over with quick. What do you think is going to happen in the NBA Finals? I think we've hinted at what we think, but give me your final uh, prediction. I think Warriors in five. Okay. And I say in five because I think the Celtics mm-hmm. are too resilient and too hardworking and talented enough to get one. But, man, the Warriors haven't been there in three years. This is they're chomping at the bit. Uh, the history of it, Steph is gunning for a finals MVP because he hears all the chatter. He's an assassin. Clay felt jaded by being left off the top 75 at 75. Draymond has heard the chatter from some people that say he's not a Hall of Famer. I think that for the Warriors to be in that same conversation is like, oh, six finals, we won four of them. One of them we lost, our two best players, two of our best players got hurt. Like, we are a historically great team. I think that's Mm -hmm. what they they are so motivated to get there. I think Warriors and Fox. Appreciate your time, Chris. On Twitter at Chris Miles TV. Catch him on NBA TV. Great coverage of the NBA Finals. And we, we truly appreciate you coming on the DC City Cast. Have yourself a great NBA Finals. We'll talk soon, man. All right. Get, get back to shooting some jumpers, man. <laughs> I wish. Thank you, man. Chris Miles, NBA TV. Always a pleasure. We appreciate him coming on and check out his work on NBA TV as they will get you ready for game one tonight. Just uh, after nine o'clock, they're going to tip this thing off. Nine o'clock, man. I may have to DVR this and watch film in the morning. That's pretty sad, right? (laughs) All right, straight ahead, DC CityCast. I'm going to give out my official releases for tonight for the series and anything that else... uh, catches my attention we'll do that next dc city cast presented by bed river sportsbook i'm frank hand ran from Vison. bet river sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to 250 dollars when you sign up today in addition to their welcome bonus bet rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value download the bet rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Do me a favor, download, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I notice at the French Open, Coco Goff of the United States quietly is into the finals for the women. How about that? She's only 18. Congrats to her. Could be the next big thing. A couple years ago, we thought she was going to be the next big thing, but... She could be a big thing for you if you want to wager at Bet River Sportsbook on Saturday morning. Coco Goff is plus 500 against Iga Swiatek. I mean, Iga Swiatek is minus 715. So you do the math. It makes zero sense to bet on Swiatek. You might as well back the United States player. Maybe she can pull the upset and put you in a happy place at plus 500. Again, we never take the big favorites in tennis. It doesn't make any sense. Saw that uh, 
Same deal with our guy Rafael Nadal, who put money in my pocket the other day, beating Novak Djokovic. He's at minus 345 against Alexander Zverev. I mean, my God. Zverev is plus 285. As much as it pains me, I may have to put a little sprinkle on the underdog again. May have to do that. This is the semifinals, too. The other semifinals, guys that, uh, unless you're like a hardcore tennis guy, you're not really into Casper Ruud, who could be a, a pretty big name soon, and Marin Cilic, who bounces the ball 14 times before he serves it. Drives me nuts. So, anyways, there's my tennis chatter uh, for this Thursday. The NBA Finals start tonight from uh, Boston Celtics hosting the Golden State Warriors. And this number has not really shifted at all. Golden State is minus three and a half. Total is about 213 at Bed River Sportsbook. Celtics at plus 138. Uh, the Warriors at plus 165. Uh, for the series, it's holding steadfast. Warriors are minus 159. The Celtics plus 135. As we just discussed, I just, I can't, I cannot put money on the Celtics. Even though I, I don't really like Golden State, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the Warriors, I'll be honest with you. Um, they used to be fun and energetic when they were trying to win the championship. And then they were champions. And sometimes I just feel like they... Or maybe that's what they need to play like that. But the constant whining to the officials, which is what every team does now in the NBA, but Draymond Green specifically is just out of control. Uh, is there a way to bet on how many technical fouls he gets in? Because whatever it is, I'm taking the over. Like, they'll tee him up. They won't kick him out unless he kicks somebody in the you-know-what again. Remember that fiasco? Like, the guy just hasn't learned from his past mistakes. Um, so let's break this game down. Game number one this is a really tough call. Uh, the Celtics eked by the Miami Heat with some terrible decision-making late. They, they found a way to get Game 7 after giving away Game 6. They have not been that good on their home court in the postseason, but they have been very good away. Um, tonight, I may have to take the home team getting the points. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win this thing. Like, like we mentioned, I like the Warriors to win in five or six and I'll be betting on Golden State, minus 159 to win the series. But for game one, always a big mystery. Who's going to be tighter? Who's going to be more uh, shook under the lights? Celtics are at home. I know Golden State has that championship pedigree. They've been to six of the last eight NBA finals. So the leaning here is the thinking is, well, Golden State should be okay in game one because they've been here before. They have the experience. Celtics have not. But I think you throw that the other way. I think you flip the script, go against your, your common gut thinking. Common gut. Your common thinking. Go against your gut and take the Celtics tonight at plus three and a half. Celtics are a strange team to bet on. Strange squad. Because when you think they're going to do something, it usually doesn't happen. Like before Game 7 against the Miami Heat, every single analyst on ESPN, if you noticed, said, oh, the Celtics blew their chance in Game 6. Could have closed Miami out at home. Didn't do it. Advantage Miami. And what happened? Celtics were fantastic for the most part up until the last 90 seconds. So in this particular spot, 
I'm sure you will hear by these experts in the pregame, hey, Golden State's been here before. They got their veteran leadership. Celtics do have veterans. They've been chomping at the bit to get over the Eastern Conference Finals hump. They're finally here. But you got to give the advantage to the veteran team and the squad with experience in the Golden State Warriors. Advantage Golden State in game one. I'm guessing that's what you're going to hear. Because they were so wrong about game seven. So I'm here to say, even though I like Golden State uh, in the series, I think I'm going to put on my brave cape and take the Celtics plus the three and a half in game one of the NBA Finals. Again, that doesn't mean they're going to win. I just like them getting the three and a half points. And we mentioned this yesterday and a little bit with chatting with Chris Miles, but if the Celtics are going to have any shot at not only game one tonight, but winning this series, they're they're a pretty good defensive team. They're an excellent defensive team that had good success uh, this year against Golden State in their head-to-head matchups. In fact, let's take a look at um, their previous uh, matchups this season. Uh, hold on. I know the last time they played, it was... Uh, it was a big blowout. It was uh, on March 16th, the Celtics won by 22. That was at Golden State. Um, Friday, December 17th, at Boston, Golden State won by four. Okay. Um, in April of 2021, Celtics won by five. So that's last year. So we can sort of throw that out the window because there are a lot of different players um, that are going at this. Now, issues injury-wise, Marcus Smart has an ankle day-to-day. Robert Williams III has a knee uh, day-to-day. Celtics a little hobbled, but the Warriors are completely healthy and ready to go. But because of all of this, I'm still needing to take the Celtics tonight at plus three and a half. Yes, I know it is a brave and bold prediction, but I'm going to go and take the Celtics tonight at plus three and a half. As far as the uh, the total, uh, two thirteen, I would actually I would actually lean towards the under in a game one. A lot of times, feeling out process. Uh, I hate taking unders, but I think the Celtics of all the squads that have faced the Golden State Warriors should be able at least to figure out a way to contain one of these superstars, right? I've seen some film where they double Curry and uh, once he gets over half court, you got to, you know, just swinging and, and switching and trying to make everything really difficult for Golden State. As much as you try to say and try to do that and execute it, it's very difficult with how many shooters that they have. It's very difficult. And Golden State has shown, if they're not living by the three, they're not dying by it. They will find other ways to attack. And that's what the Celtics have got to be ready for. And oh, by the way, they got a rebound. My God, get a rebound. We saw that happen so many times in these playoff series. And I've wailed and moaned about it. You cannot give them a second chance opportunity. And this is from somebody who's betting on Golden State to win the series. <laughs> This is just from like a basketball perspective and and basic stuff. 
But again, it should be fun. Always exciting. NBA Finals. But to recap, taking the Celtics tonight, plus three and a half, but uh, betting on the Golden State Warriors to win the series in five or six games. As far as the Nationals, we're going to go with the Cincinnati Reds minus the uh, 132 at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. So get in on the action. Let's have a exciting um, Thursday night. I did mention it is official now. Ryan Fitzpatrick retiring after 17 seasons in the NFL. He was part of one of the most amazing overs in the history of the NFL, that Raiders-Dolphins game from a couple of years ago. Do you remember that, where it was like 10-10 with with, uh, 10 minutes left, and then it flew over? Um, It was such a crusher if you had the under. That's why I hate taking unders, man. You remember that game I'm talking about where he just threw up like a, a Hail Mary and got caught and they, they came back and won? Yeah, <laughs> you remember that. <laughs> of course you do. All right, uh, so that's going to do it for today's edition of the DC CityCast. Uh, we'll return tomorrow. We'll recap Nats and the Reds. We'll look at the NBA Finals and uh, get you set for the weekend. And some... Uh, Actually, probably by the time that we are chatting tomorrow, the uh, French Open tennis with Nadal will be going on. So that should be awesome as well. Should be a great weekend. I appreciate you again for checking me out at jfrankhandran on Twitter. Follow us on uh, at Bet Rivers and at Vison Live. We will chat tomorrow. Until then, have yourself a great day. Frank Hanran, DC CityCast. See you.